Hi, welcome to Stranger Conversations. I'm Sean, and on this podcast, I'm here to bring you stories about what it's like to take unlikely paths to career and to life. You'll hear from regular folks about traveling to wild locations, changing their lifestyles, starting new ventures, getting in over their heads and still managing to land on their two feet. This is a recording of the live conversations in our community, and if you can join us live, please do, it's a lot of fun. Link is in the description. Hey everyone, uh, yeah, thank you so much, right, for joining us uh, for afternoon tea <laughs> with uh, Liu Yang and Ray from UnStudio. <laughs> Um, so, um, I hope you're all comfortable because uh, I think everything that you're sitting on is everything. Mostly. Yeah. Mostly, right? It's made by hand by our fine furniture maker, Liu Yang over here. And the, um, the cups they are drinking from are all made by Ray. <laughs> Almost all. Almost <laughs> all? <laughs> Why almost all? Oh, some, um, so we do curation also. So some are made by the artists that we like. Mm. Yeah. And so the two of them are telling me that they feel a little uncomfortable, a little nervous today. <laughs> because even though they have uh, done some workshops before, you know, they've never spoken to like so many people at once. <laughs> you know, but I think uh, based on the quality of the work that they've been producing, you know, we have nothing to be nervous about. <laughs> right. So uh, I'm Jin Sean, and I, I run this uh, little community called Stranger Conversations. Uh, one of the purposes is to bring strangers together <laughs> to connect with each other. And I also want to share stories of people in Singapore who are walking unlikely paths, right? Paths that are a little bit unconventional, because I think that these sorts of paths should be a lot more likely, <laughs> because it will make Singapore a lot more exciting of a place, right? Uh, yeah. So um, when I first uh, saw and uh, the work that Liu Yang and Ray did, and I first met them, I knew that they were quite special. Because, uh, I mean, um, are most of us here all Singaporeans? Uh, all Singaporeans, yeah, you know. I think uh, myself included, you know, we have a little bit of a easygoing or relaxed relationship with hobbies and crafts, <laughs> you know? It's something we do once in a while, lah, you know? Or maybe, uh, since we're Singaporean, like, when we pato or whatever, right? We want to go on a date, then we, we, we do a bit of crafts, right? <laughs> or for team building, then we do some crafts, right? Um, you know, at most, we take it as a side project, you know? But what they have done here, far from a side project, you know? Like all the stuff they've put up on the walls, the paintings, everything, right? Uh, it's all done by hand, right? By you guys. Painting <laughs> not by, done by us. Oh, not by you. Okay. By our friend. By your friend, all right. All right. But still hand painted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so can I be a little bit provocative here, right? Can? A bit, right? So I would say that in your own eyes, right, you still think that you are an amateur. Yeah. Right? Definitely. So even though the quality of their work is there, you know, I don't think they will call themselves experts, right? Uh, in fact, when I ask them, you know, is this a business, right? Are you running this professionally? 
they had a little bit of trouble <laughs> actually uh, answering that question like yes <laughs> you know because why they created this space is really to um, to further their craft right to develop their curiosity their creativity right and so you know they tell me that you know they want to in spite of the cost of running this place they want to maintain this thing called Chuxing <laughs> or a beginner's mind, right? Uh, to still be able to like really love what you do, right? <laughs> so, um, does anyone know the root, the meaning of the word amateur? No? Yeah. So, amateur comes from the Latin word amore which means love, which means someone who does something out of love rather than, you know, because he has to, right? Uh, and isn't that wonderful, right? To be able to uh, uh, have this uh, feeling of looking at it with fresh eyes, you know, with fascination every time. So we have caught uh, Liu Yang and Ray at this point in their journey when they're trying to like balance these two, right? A bit of the money side of things, as well as trying to preserve the passion of it. So I think, um, yeah, ask them away, right? Ask, ask, ask them questions. <laughs> they, have a, they, have a, they have put together an introduction with some photos and let's make this uh, stranger conversations, you know, rather than stranger interview. <laughs> okay, yeah, so yeah, over to you. <laughs> Just show the slides. Yeah. You want to talk about your, your intro bits? <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, like, it's all on the slide. Okay, but we'll just like <laughs> go through it briefly. Uh. Okay, so uh, I'm Ray, and then he's Liu Yang. Um, so we started this like right after Circuit Breaker, our art studio. Um, and then, um, if we, should we go into like why we open? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So it was like super um unexpected, like why we opened. So the reason is uh because um everyone was home during like the CV period, and then we were working from home. So all our craft, like it was really just a hobby, and then um he uses like a lot of like small hand tools and then machineries. So when everyone's home working from home, right, then there's a lot of noise. Yeah. So uh neighbors were complaining. So that's why we decided, okay, we need to like rent a space. And then that's how like we just like put in like Unstudio as a business. Lah. So initially we just wanted a space like to work. Um, but because you know Singapore, you cannot rent an industrial space without like registering the business. Yeah, so that's how oh, it came um, about. Alright, and uh, our, our slacks, our tea is here. Sorry, this is Uncle uh, Kuei. <laughs> it's not Uncle Kuei actually, because it's not just Ang. It uh, comes in uh, four different colors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hi. 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 Hi.
orange for purple eye, purple is predator for the skin. And the black one is uh, Goma. So black sesame, perlene, so it's like caramelized. Yeah, so yeah, all, all of these are made with sweet potatoes in the skin. And yeah. Oh, man! <laughs> so I'm uh, telling everyone that it's really the conversation, right? Uh, telling the stories of folks who are doing something a bit different. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Maybe like, you want to just say a little bit about Amas Legacy and why you started this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, uh, I started this because uh, it's called Amas Legacy because that is for it's kind of paying homage to my grandma. Um, made this um, brand uh, during my final project. I made this as like a school project, and it became like a list because I wanted to you know, share the love of like homemade food. Uh, and yeah, you know, food is a really tough. Tough work, but I kind of like doing all this, and especially you know when you know, the kind of um what grandma what grandmother makes right you know the home the home style right you want I want to bring this out to people to try so yeah that's, that's why the logo if you guys can read it's like funny the, the, like the, the traditional Chinese ah yeah is it a happy dumb recipe uh actually more of her concepts because she actually had different things that she makes. Um, but more of like the idea that you know, Oni has to have shallots or instead of like Pogla, we use shallots like, So, a lot of shallots We only cook with shallots Yeah, but of course not all of them are shallots because like, we have to be uh, understanding for people who don't take onions and garlic and stuff like that So, uh, that's, so only like the purple one, if anyone is uh, sensitive to shallots, that's like the only one but, um, yeah, the rest of them are all um, yeah, natural food, natural um, food, and natural like coloring from the food itself. Mm-hmm. So there's no food coloring for any of our flavors. Uh, we use like beetroot, like instead of beetroot powder, we use actual beetroot and beetroot juice to get like the reds to get that really great color. So these are the kind of things that like food coloring can never, <laughs> can never replicate, you know. Yeah, but it's like to be considered to all the older gen also, because. Yeah, some people might really buy this for their grandparents and you know they have this idea like, oh it tastes like home, you know, it tastes like long time ago, you know, those kampong style. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the nice thing to hear. Yeah, yeah. I mean I, I noticed stories about the you know, books that you put something that you're passionate about. Thank you for allowing me to put your response. I've tried it before, they're really good. Um, coconut gula malaka, and then we also have things like pistachio dakini 
and like the Teochew red bean, you know, like so the shallot oil, there's no shallot oil. Yeah, and then like having like interesting different flavors here and there. Um, there's, there's like a uh, kaulak, you know, they all heard of uh, roasted chestnut. Yeah, I have that as like a flavor also, but it's like you, I, I make it, you like add sugar and make it a bit sweeter. So it's like a paste. Yeah, the skin is like brown with specks of black sesame. So it's kind of nice, it looks like stone. Yeah, the black one also looks like stone. Yeah. Do you have one of your own home or do you have like a kitchen that you... I currently used to do it as a like home-based dish, but hopefully by next year. Yeah, because I've been doing this uh, part-time for two years. Like, I only, you know, working on 95, like, not to six, sorry, Monday, Friday, then Sundays. I decided to do this sometime. So, that's why I'm here now. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. It's a shiny from uh, Amas Lancy. Yeah, sorry to jump in New York. Sharing session. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Okay, uh, Ray, you wanna. Sorry, I forgot where I stopped. Okay. Um, um, what was it? Oh yeah, the CV thing. CV thing. Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. So um, just continuing from like where we left off. Uh, so yeah, we just started this place um, because we needed to find like a place to work lah. Um, and then two years in, um, it's more like um, like more businessy. Like we have to run it like properly, like a business lah, because we still need to pay overheads and everything. So. Uh, yeah, we are like trying to find a good balance between like um, juggling the business and then also maintaining like our love for our craft because um, if we lose that then there's no point in like having this business mm. yeah so um, if you can tell like we are very oriental like like quite like quite um, so not really like the Melbourne cafe kind of vibe but like very uh, Japanese and Chinese influence. Um, yeah, but it comes from like our heritage, like loosely. Um, so my partner, like Liu Yang, he's Chinese, um, and then uh, my mom is Japanese. So we grew up in like quite mixed cultures, lah. Um, yeah, so we wanted to like it's very hard to find, um, how to say our own identity because like everyone's like so like are you Singaporean, uh, like your passport is like Singapore passport, but like you're not really like local that kind of thing, lah. Um, yeah, but now like no one can tell because like our accents are like so singlish, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah, I think we started this place uh to kind of like make our own mark as well. Um yeah, it's like just like a place where we fill it up with like things that we love lah. Mm. Mm. And then uh if people come by and they like it then that's good lah. Yeah. Um yeah, do you have anything to add? Not much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but for craft side, uh, we focus mainly on like functional pieces. Uh, not really like art stuff. Uh, yeah, it's like craft lah, not not art. Um, yeah. So furnitures are like mainly for utility. Um, but of course, like we can't lose the aesthetics lah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I think we can move on to share, like some mm. of his furnitures. So his furnitures are mostly like. Uh, like owned by private collectors so we don't really have a lot of his works in the studio so he would just like go through like some of his favorite ones okay so this one is my first commission work this one still at my house in my living room my yeah my workspace so i'm just using an ikea table as my workbench so very limited 
but still managed to finish this piece uh, as my first commission. This one, after I finished, I'm very happy because first time, like, get 1.8k from a handmade thing, uh, then can sell. Uh, How come it's still at your house? Uh? No, no, oh, no. Send to the. Done in my house. <laughs> <laughs> the photo is taken yeah. at his house. I mean, the, this yeah. piece was done in my, in my house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. So back then, you didn't have this space. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't have. How was it like making something as big and as like defined as this, right? Like in your flat, I guess. Back then, I don't have machines, so everything is by hand. Like, it takes a very long time. Like, mm. uh, if I can use machine, I can maybe uh, dimension a wood maybe in 30 minutes. By hand, I need three days, so that's the difference. Yeah, and the working hours also limited. Uh, maybe from ten to five p.m. only. Then I have to stop. If not, we will get complaints again. Yeah, <laughs> even though it's hand tools, but still we we'll have some knock knocking noises, uh, Yeah. You use the word again, which means you got complaint. Yeah, actually, you, you tried a couple times, uh, Cause I live in a rented flat, so yeah. Or other tenants also. Okay. Um, is there anything you want to ask about this piece? I mean, it's quite intricate, right? It's quite cool. So, can you tell me what commission is and what did they want in that commission? Uh. <laughs> 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 She's an illustrator that uh, she always draws plants. So uh, she wanted a cab display cabinets to display her. Ceramic. She collects like small, like mini, like vases and stuff, like ceramics. Yeah, so she wanted to uh, display those uh, in her home, lah. And then. What That's why I used the. Uh, can you see the? This one. Yeah, yeah. it's a Japanese uh, kumiko pattern. It's called asanoha. It means a uh, hemp leaf, which uh, links with her. Drawings and stuff. Yeah, this one is uh, shoji. Shoji. Yeah, normally they put on Japanese shoji the the sliding sliding doors. doors. Mm. Yeah. And this one is all like with traditional joineries. There's no screws and nails or whatever. Yeah. Why? Why no screws? Huh? Why? Why uh, don't you want to use screws and nails? Mm. I mean, I do use screws. Just that uh need to how to say? use it responsibly yeah irresponsible uh need to use uh there's proper technique to use screws because uh. wood after you chop down it still moves with uh humidity and temperature in the air so if you just screw directly the the wood might crack so you need to have like a slotted screw hole so the wood still can expand and contract when it moves uh. yeah but this piece no screws yeah just that it's just a construction i didn't use screw yeah, like this piece here, there's screws underneath. Yeah, later you can see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite curious how you manage to carve out the petals. The pattern? Yeah. Uh, those are individual pieces pieced together, so each piece have its own angle and dimensions, like yeah. Make them perfectly fit together. Perfectly fit and a bit of glue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
So you see, all these small pieces are just one piece, one piece, one piece, one piece. Yeah. So that's a lot, lah. Yeah. yeah, about two hundred plus pieces on on just these. Two hundred plus. Yeah, around that I think. How yeah. much rework do you have to do? Right? You remember? Uh, um, I think you took two months. No, I'm not sure. I think within one month, I within think so. Month. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, of these 200 pieces, did you get them right the first time? No, no, I redo. Really? This one is the second. Yeah. Because at first, I designed, like, four four doors, like, four sliding doors. Then I feel like it's not very nice, so I redo everything. Yeah. So the design phase is actually more tough than the making process. I have a question about the process. Uh, was a reference given to you about what the illustrator wanted the piece to look like, or was were you was she, did she just give you like the like the uh, features that she wanted, and then you designed it how you wanted? Yeah, I designed. So she just tell me she need a display cabinet, then with how many shelves and stuff. So I just give her some of my ideas. Then yeah, if she okay, then I, then we continue from there. Yeah. And of course, she choose the wood. Uh. This wood is uh, cherry wood, which is same as this, like orange color-ish. Yeah. Where does the wood come from? Uh, America. Yeah, I use mostly Northern America wood. Okay. Can I ask that? <laughs> Since this was your first client, right? Yeah. How do you feel like when you first, like they first engage you to do this piece and like, what was your main like, do you feel like you were going to do a good job for them or are you confident in the way you did work? Uh, at first, I was like scared of course like it's a client work right? Yeah. What if I cannot deliver and stuff? Mm. Yeah, so... Mm, just... <laughs> uh, doing and learning at the same time. So it's... Uh, even till now, I'm like, my piece I'm still learning and yeah, still get the to get nervous when getting client work but at the same time I still want to get more client work. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> but she was very nice like, like she just left the design and stuff to me. Yeah. And what is this supposed to be? It's a display cabinet. Mm, so it's supposed to be standing on the floor? Uh, it's or? on the ledge of a uh, window. Yeah. window that's why it's this particular height. Actually, yeah. it's not very big. It's about 900 mm. Oh, so that's yeah. like that only? Okay. Less than one meter, yeah. Okay. It's very big, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go next. Okay, so this piece is the one that got me the most complaints. Uh, that I have to stop work at home. This is a bench uh, with carvings. Yeah. Uh, the sh pattern here supposed to look like a traditional Chinese pattern, but then now it looks like a Batman logo. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, uh, cause the the hole here, I have to use machine to carve it out. Hmm. So that's the the that thing that. Uh, Got you yeah, got, got me complain. Up, down, left, right. Neighbors all complain. So I have to stop work. 
then this piece is like um, during first week of CB so the whole CB I can't do anything then just yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you got a story to tell you. <laughs> no, no story, just like bad memories. Like. Has <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the things ever got you down to the point where you ask yourself whether you want to keep doing this at your place or maybe I should stop it altogether until I go to somewhere? Uh, no, like, I always think like if I leave, right, they will miss my noise. <laughs> 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 so now I moved out already, I think. No one to complain about. Because normally nobody at home, then like only during circuit breaker, then everyone at home, then they complain. Yeah. And only this time I use a lot of machines. Normally I don't use that much of machines. Yeah. Mm, and uh, what is this pattern supposed to be? So if it's not Batman, then what is it? Uh, it's supposed to be a Rui. Yeah, uh, I also don't know what it's called in English. It, Rui. What is it in English? <laughs> <laughs> What's a Rui? Uh? <laughs> Anyone knows what a Rui is? Research, research. Yeah, it's that, that, that symbol, right? Like a cloud, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposed to be something like that. Uh. Yeah. But yeah, don't know how to draw then to became Batman. <laughs> but it's okay, my friend. This one is my commission by my friend. He he liked those uh, Batman and stuff. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> and this one is my first time doing carving also. So it's uh not very well done. But it's for my friends, so it's okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But hold on, like, <laughs> from my eyes, it looks amazing. So what's not well done to you? Because uh, I don't do carving, and this is my first time. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things are not done right. And because it, it's in photo, so a lot of details can't really be seen. Yeah. Yeah. Just the details, lah. For furnitures like handmade furniture, the most important part is details. Yeah. And you were saying that this one must be done by machine, cannot be done by hand. Hmm. Still can be done by hand, but then it just takes a lot longer. Cause you need to hog out the whole empty area, the this area, and there's two sides. Then two sides have to be the same. So it's easier to use a machine. Okay. So you cut both at the same time? Uh, I cut one first, then uh, sort of like use the first one as template and ah. trace out the other one. But the carvings have to do two times. Ah. Okay, I go next. Should I put this in? First installation. Oh, okay. So this one is a wall shelf for a client also. Then mm, this, this is my first time doing built-in, sort of built-in. Like need to go to the client house and mount on the wall. So uh, this one also very headache because uh, <laughs> it's on <laughs> ceramic tiles, and it's their new house. 
Then I never do before. <laughs> then that time the let's build the team. Like, yeah. The ID is supposed to do the installation. But then uh why 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 did they because uh because the they didn't engage us. Yeah, so like we're third party ma, so they didn't wanna do it. Yeah, so we had to find our own way and then uh we didn't wanna like pay because it's like so expensive. Um so we decided we were just gonna try and like install ourselves. Oh I yeah. know already like because they like sort of like sort of like look down on me like, like you know how to install or you know what were you using or not? Like hello I'm a furniture maker, of course I know. <laughs> <laughs> so like I I just bite the bullet like, and do it myself. Yeah, yeah. Everything went smoothly. It's it's good. The installation video is on our IG page. <laughs> I can go see. I just wanted to ask how you installed it in the end. Uh, I tried. Uh, I got a sample towel from them, from my clients. Then I bring it here to try install on the wall. That's why you see all the holes on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one uh is taken here like the the shelf. That's why I got the holes here. Yeah. So so always test first, right? Yeah, test first. No such thing as like one shot and get it right. Yeah. So at that what I want, I sweat them a lot uh, <laughs> I scared the toes break. <laughs> um, then you see this wood here got uh, holes here. Uh, in the yeah. in the the wood. Yeah. Yeah. So I I thought I would just like I using raw materials like natural wood. So sometimes it's cannot avoid uh, like this kind of knots, uh, holes. This is because it grew a branch. Then the branch uh, drop off, then it will become a hole. Yeah, so I sort of like embrace it. I use brass to uh, make some details oh. out of it. Because their kitchen handles are in brass. So I use brass to sort of like yeah, match the kitchen. And you can see here. Not sure whether you can see this called a styling dovetail. It's like a tapered shape, so it will help to uh, pull the 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 top shelf down, so it prevents it from warping. Yeah, that's the idea of this shelf, la. Why not just leave the hole there? Mm, which hole? You know that the hole that was caused by the knot. Oh. Just leave it here, there without filling it in. Hmm. The, it's just my design and my detail. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. At first I thought it was wood. It's brass. Yeah, it's brass. Nice touch because the texture is a bit different. Right? Yeah. It makes it interesting. I like to use brass and walnut. This is a walnut shelf because the color contrast looks nice. Yeah. And some small details here and there. Uh, now see here, there's actually carvings here. And here, if you all cannot see, can go to our IG. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like to add like textures uh, on my work. Like uh, this one later, you can see it got textures here also. Oh. Yeah. Right. So in other words, these are not natural textures. Yeah, it's hand cut. Yeah. Especially on those places that you can like sit down, then you can touch one. I like to add textures, so you can feel with your hands. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
Next one is this one. This is uh, one of my biggest build. This uh, what is it? Display cabinet. Display cabinet. Mm. What's special about this piece is you can see here the this piece is a raw edge piece and uh, I bought it over from a timber timber yard uncle that he kept this piece for twenty plus years. Then because of circuit breaker, he had to move to Malaysia. I mean, go back to Malaysia. So uh, he cannot bring this back. So I, he sold to me for eighty dollars. Yeah, it's very rare to find like um, raw edge oak in Singapore. So I made it a feature piece for this cabinet. Yeah, it's actually outside. Nobody buying. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> but now, now we use until like quite dirty already, so cannot sell it. But if you all need, can commission me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a actually there's a small crack here. Yeah, there. Then I use a uh, brass nails to like sort of like to lock it. But the brass nails is normally used for uh, ceramic repairing. Like if the ceramic broke, they use this brass nail to uh, bind it together. And because this one is used to keep the like, ceramic wet, so I think they go quite well together. That's why it's the brass nails. Yeah. And can I ask, is it just the photo or do you actually have lighting inside the cabinet? Oh yeah, there's a lighting inside. But uh, I bought the chargeable ones, then it's not very good. Yeah, so if I were to build again, I will just uh, use the, the plug-in ones yeah but i think the led not good uh. they say it can last for four days but half an hour die already <laughs> <laughs> yeah what else i happy yeah no more idea very fast eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and who takes these photos oh this one i asked my friend take one yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a. Uh, is he a professional? A dance photographer. Um, so every time you ask your friend to come. Oh no, yeah, only this one. Because this one at that, at that time is my masterpiece. So, oh. so I want a nice photo. Right. But then you, you couldn't get it so. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay. I won't I won't feel bad if nobody buys it. Because every piece is like. My favorite. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> Yeah. Like from piece to piece, right? Like mm. Are you kind of like trying something different? Trying something new? Maybe pushing yourself a little bit? Yeah, of course. Yeah. If every every time I do the same thing, I will be bored also. Mm. Uh, like yeah, every time is different. Like for example, like, you know, like, I guess these pieces are kind of in chronological progression, right? Like you started with the, yeah. the, later, the, the earliest, you know. Okay. Can you see a bit about how you're pushing yourself? Mm. How the things are doing? It's just learning different techniques and uh, trying different styles. Because mm. actually, we're doing this for five years, like the, the craft. Uh, but actually, we are still very young in the craft. So, this and we didn't go through like proper training and stuff. So, a lot of things we need to try and error. And yeah, it's a very long process. Like. Mm. So we're still, still trying to discover our 
own like styles and stuff. No proper training can like that. <laughs> <laughs> can uh, every day do common can improve one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> How did you discover you like what? Mm. Oh, so during poly times, like after my final year project, I still got some time in the, the classroom. Uh. So I was just browsing YouTube. Then you just keep keep on like uh recommend like, like wood videos. Uh. So I would just keep watching because uh, I, I got nothing to do. Uh. <laughs> After that, I just try my try uh building an arcade. Uh, is in MDF. I'm not sure whether you know MDF. It's not even Hollywood, but at the time I thought it's Hollywood. So after I built that, then I mm, think, eh, I quite like this feeling. Like I can make something with my own hands. So I uh buy books and stuff to read more about it. Then uh, discover like fine furniture making. So yeah, that's how I. Are there particular furniture designers or furniture brands that you um, inspire you or that you uh, admire? Designers mm. and brands? Let's name some local ones. Uh, firstly, is my mentor, Louis Pork, but now he moved to Taiwan. Really, yeah. Then another one is Kim Choi, I'm not sure whether you know. Now he focuses on making chairs in Singapore. Yeah. Which brand does he work, work uh, for? It's all like studio, like individuals. Yeah. We don't really have big brands and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so at that time, five years ago, like, in Singapore, actually, there's maybe only three like furniture makers. Yeah, so uh, I asked Kim Choi at first whether he can teach me but during that time I think he was busy so just nice uh, during that time she was having a year-end exhibition at NBC then after her show is Louis my mentor's show then I actually went down to the name card and spam email uh. <laughs> <laughs> after two months of communication then he accepted me <laughs> <laughs> oh, two months of begging or two months of communication? <laughs> uh, begging uh, begging <laughs> So how, how would you say the craft community in Singapore's like is it already set up kind of like chi chi place or it's quite open? Mm. What's the word you use? Chi chi? Like high brown type. Oh, high brown, yeah. Craft yeah. community. So hard to say because like, 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 we ourselves like we're very closed up also. We don't really go out like Meet crafters, yeah. But those uh, active on social media one, like you confirm know who is who, la. yeah. And <laughs> hmm, for beginners, I think there's some workshops you can join to to learn. But careful, like, those chat chat one. So for yourself, you say you're mostly like self taught from books and then after you got a mentor then he kind of apprentice you kind of apprentice on not still apprentice like one week one time go over to his house oh. yeah to learn yeah and then he was welcoming to you take you on his own I need to pay one uh, yeah. oh <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you worked for him for free yeah. Yeah. 
from what I know in Singapore don't have this uh, apprentice apprenticeship thing yeah maybe in Japan or China or Korea have yeah because Singapore too expensive really yeah won't have this yeah. I mean most of the production is obviously for furniture the yeah. design is here the production is obviously yeah because uh, the materials is cheaper there and yeah. labor is cheaper yeah, yeah. but for like Furniture makers like me is because we don't do like yeah mess so it's still okay yeah we don't need to send over to overseas to produce it. Mm. Mm. Okay. So maybe now it's time for Ray. Yeah. Yeah. Say Your pottery. Uh, I mean, and, and, and the great thing is that people are really eating off your plates. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> less to explain. Um, I think for pottery, it's quite like it's more common. Like you see a lot of like uh new potters uh you know on Instagram. So it's quite like uh, even if you don't do pottery, you know like a little bit about like pottery, like the craft itself. Uh, so actually nothing much to say about like my works. Uh. They're mostly all here, um, and um, I don't really like make like a lot lah. So it's normally like custom orders, and then uh, I'll make like a batch, and then just ship it out already. Yeah. So uh, yeah, basically like quite sad. Eh? Like our studio, right? We don't really have like our own works. It's all other people's works. Eh? <laughs> yeah. But our own works, like we'll just use it for ourselves, <coughs> like uh, plates, eh? like wares that we'll use for our food. Uh, then the furnitures we'll use it ourselves. Um. Yeah, um, too much now. How long have you been interested in pottery? Um, I've been doing pottery, like practicing for around like five, six years. So we both started at the same time. Um, yeah, but I'm not as, I would say like, I'm not as, um, like, level in my craft, uh, as compared to him. Uh, because I think like, for me, like, uh, I'm more about like feeling. Uh, and then he's very about like uh, like precision like research and stuff like he's very like studious uh, but for me it's like okay I like just like play uh, like fun um, yeah so more feels uh. um, so so far um, I've still like I mean I think that's like for craftsmen in general uh, but I haven't really found anything that I really really like like I really really like I made something that I really like so uh, not yet but like I think soon because uh, I decided to be more like proper so I'm doing like research now um, yeah so every night right we used to like Netflix every night uh, right now I read <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I read uh, a bit more <laughs> and then um, like I'm just more open um, to like criticism um, so actually like he helped me a lot because he's like I think woodworkers like, are very uh Perfectionist Yeah, like. perfectionist Yeah, so um, You know, I just like Anyhow make something right? Then I'll be like Eh, like nice uh. Then he'll be like That's damn ugly Like, <laughs> like please scrap that shit Yeah, I was like Okay, okay. <laughs> So like like He's like He'll ask me questions Like why Like why is it like that um, Yeah, so uh, Helps me think more um, Yeah, so I think Like our studio is quite balanced eh? Like Uh I don't know, like I can do more of like the admin stuff. Like like can talk to people. Then he's like quite uh 
Then quite shy one. So every time people come to our studio, right? Then he like, hey, you go, you go, you go. <laughs> then like hide here, like pretend to sleep there. Yeah, so I'll go and entertain. <laughs> um, what else? The two crafts very different. Like mm. pottery, really need to have feel. Mm. Like, I tried pottery also. I feel it's not my thing, cause I feel like I cannot control the clay, but I would like every millimeter I can control mm. yeah if you all can see the windows mm. you all can <laughs> think which one is I make one and which one is come back <laughs> <laughs> actually very obvious eh. so you don't understand can you explain like the, the patch the patch patch mm. yeah. which one is done by me which one is done by her <laughs> I, I, I only did one last <laughs> you only did one yeah is it that one uh, no it's <laughs> Yeah, the third one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thin, I right? try to be like very like messy, but in the end, it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I try my best. It's like so proper. Yeah. <laughs> like all the lines is like one straight line. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I told her this idea I want like that, but I don't know why I cannot do like that. Then I just. Yeah, I said to do the rest. <laughs> so you're saying that uh, for pottery, right? In a way, as long as you've got a feel, you just whack, right? Something will come out. But then, uh, you, of course, you still need skill, like, Yeah, I mean, you have a feel, like, right? <laughs> but um, for woodworking, like if the angle is off, you're never gonna make it work. Yeah. So you have to be very precise. Yeah. And, and one thing about the material is, uh, clay you can always recycle. But wood is like once you make wrong, then you have mm. to get a new piece. Yeah. And wood is more expensive than clay. That's why the the product afterwards is more expensive also. Mm. You try to look around for mentors in Singapore for pottery. Mm, I think a bit hard. Like um, a lot of people. I mean, unless you go to a specific studio uh, to learn and practice there it's very hard to find someone who will teach you like one-on-one -on -one. Um, like you can't pay to go to a studio and be like okay like I want like three hours like a private session um, it's not like that because everyone needs to pay overheads and if they're doing it alone um, then most of the time it's either like really like hobby or uh, they produce like small batches to sell so they won't have time to like teach you yeah um, but uh, we've been planning like for a while like, to like go overseas to learn more um, like change of environment a bit because uh, I think like, like you know the mindset is really really important also like, when you're doing craft because like you're making things for people um, so if your heart is not there then I feel like the thing you make is like it's not gonna be right like even if it looks okay um, when you use it like it won't feel good yeah so um, I don't think at least for me like, from what I know um, I don't feel like there's anyone in Singapore like specifically like this person who can like help me or guide me um, yeah so uh, but we do have like friends who are like learning uh, the craft overseas so like on and off like we'll talk and then like they will like just guide me oh maybe you should do this and this uh, yeah then yeah like just have to be very um, how to say yeah. very uh, focused yeah, because um, it's like very easy to get carried away. Like I always get very distracted um, by like current trends, you know. 
like like you know like there's always this trend like oh like during this period like uh for example like this shape like tulip shape cups are like very in then you want to make the tulip shape cups also but then if everyone's making it then it's not special but ceramics is like very personal so if it becomes like a trend then it's gone like the essence of it is gone yeah so um, yes. mm. Actually, you have quite a bit of stuff on your shelf, right? That's quite oh, interesting. Yes. Mm. Uh, I was wondering if you, if you could show it right now and then uh, maybe you and I can get some of those while we like okay, continue, to those <laughs> continue to which talk to you. I don't know. Like, no, I don't really have it. Any of the more interesting ones? Which one you want? Ones, you've got the shoe, you've got the... Oh yeah, the shoe lah, the shoe. Yeah, yeah, like the shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and the ultra man, I don't know what it is. Oh, okay, okay. Then you overseas. Oh, I, I think I'll go to China. Um, so, uh, in 2019, um, I went to Jingdezhen, uh, China. So, it's like a porcelain capital of the world. Uh, so, Which it's like Jingdezhen. Yeah, uh, Pinpointing for us somewhere like near the north, south, near Hong Kong. Uh, I didn't later ask you. I just is like his hometown. Oh, <laughs> oh you came from there. Um, that same prefecture, but oh. like the city is different. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's in Kota. Is like where? <laughs> yeah, but like north or like south. 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 So yeah, it's a shoe. It's a clay shoe. Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is like a Nike Air Force One. Um, it was really just for fun. So uh, we didn't know whether we could like make this uh, initially because we were very scared we'll get sued uh, by Nike. Uh, yeah, because it's like a, an exact replica. So um, this is uh, slip casted. Uh, so basically like liquid clay poured into a plaster mold. Um, and then once it dries, you can like take it out and then like just clean up all the lines. Uh. So, um, uh, yeah, this one was um, like 3D printed and then you like make the mold. Uh. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I just thought it was quite interesting. Um, but I'm not very like, I'm really, okay, not good at all. Not, not, not good at all uh, with like precision. Uh, so I'm not going to try and like carve it myself. Uh, so you know like now like uh, technology is very advanced ma, so you just you know use uh, all these tools uh, so we thought that the shoe would be quite cool because um, you know it's like a very trendy thing uh, like very modern um, and then ceramics is like very very traditional like uh, it's one of the main few uh, like crafts that came out um, so we thought that fusing these two would be uh, interesting contrast um, and it sits well with um, our like studio, um, I don't know, like branding. Um, we wanted to like sort of sit, <laughs> like you know, like we are like, how uh, must help me so quiet. Like basically, like uh, we want to bring that like tradition uh, to like uh, concrete jungle kind of thing. Yeah, so we thought that this would be cool. Uh, yeah, but like it turns out that this takes very very long to make and it's very hard to fire. Yeah, so we like only made, I think we only made like less than ten of these. Yeah. Mm. You sold then, like a few of these. Uh, we sold like two only. Yeah, cause like yeah we are, like we said like just very scared that we get sued. 
under the table. Yeah, yeah under the table. Like so, like friends, friends, right? <laughs> yeah, but like our friends said that uh, you know, they can just call it fan art, so like we won't get sued, lah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, later they try to like, yeah. um, I don't know, take over our studio. <laughs> 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 Oh, um, and okay, maybe I can share about like a lot of my fails. So, uh, like I like to play around and uh, not really follow the rules of the craft itself. La. So, a lot of the time, uh, I end up with like uh, very unpleasant, okay, sometimes pleasant uh, fails. La. Uh, so, maybe uh, like, like those cups that stick together. Oh, start lah. Mm. <laughs> oh. Our window leaking. Uh, oh, then yeah, they yeah. put the glue that it got stuck. Yeah. Okay, so this one uh, is called Jan Pan. Like uh, stuck on like the board. Uh, yeah, so basically like if you glaze it too much or like you never test your glaze and then you uh, go all the way down to the edge, then uh, it will melt onto this block lah. And then you can't take it out, so it's forever like this, uh. um, Yeah, so um, we have a lot of these, Sally, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, like the glaze is like the color. Uh, so this is my like enemy, um, because uh, I don't know why. Like every time I make like new colors, uh, then it will ruin our kiln. Uh, so basically, like, uh, okay, these are all chemicals, like, like raw materials, and then you add water to mix. So it's like powder and water. So you get this like thick, like sludgy uh, liquid. Mm. So basically, you pour like paint on, paint it on clay, um, and then you fire, right? And then it become a glass-like texture, la. So uh, this one um, is quite like nicely stuck on the board, la. Uh, But most of the time, it splatters everywhere. And then like the kiln, like this giant oven here. Uh, so inside there'll be a lot of like spit like on the walls and everything. Yeah, so um, I'll have to spend like the whole day using a s- small screwdriver to dig out all these like pieces, like bits. Yeah, because if we continue to fire it, then uh, it will slowly eat into the walls of the kiln and then uh, it will disintegrate. Yeah, so um, it will ruin the kiln. Uh, yeah, so basically your oven will get like very like bad. Yeah, they cannot use. Um, yeah, so uh, basically, like I'm on my way to become a kiln destroyer instead. <laughs> <of> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, a lot of fails. Yeah. Uh, but I find I feel like I have fun, uh, with these like experiment stuff. Uh, so that's why I don't really have a lot of like works to show. Uh, because most of the time it's like trying out new things. Um, and then. Yeah, most of the time they don't work out, uh, but it's okay. I mean, like we have forever to like practice the craft. Um, yeah, but then then he'll get angry because it's like <laughs> we need to sell stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah okay, need to have a balance, la. Yeah, I need to have a balance, la. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Occasionally, then we'll take on like commercial works. Uh, so I'll make like proper pieces. Uh, for like restaurants or cafes or like stores. Yeah. So that's where uh we sell most. Of our works, lah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Any question? Which is your favorite imperfect piece? Favorite imperfect piece? Oh, there's too many. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe the two that stuck there. 
the twins. Oh, this one. This one got stuck together. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know why. <laughs> 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 And some is from the same firing, like you can see the same color. Okay, okay. Yeah, so there was like nothing wrong with it. Uh, but I just opened the queue and like this happened. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> like. <laughs> okay, okay, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about the plates? Like, these are quite oh, interesting. The plates. Um, actually, it's not, it's not all made. So this one also like used to stuck on the, the prop thing. Then I think a few days ago, I tried to use the torch gun to fire. Then I burned the floor. Yeah. <laughs> then I chip it out. So it will become like that. Mm. So even if you remove the thing, won't be perfect. Yeah. Uh, you need to grind, use the diamond sandpaper mm. to grind. Yeah. Also, mm. oh, we always say we're experts. Like, that's the only thing we're expert yeah. at, la, not our craft. We try like, all the, the grinding. grinding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, we bought so many, we went to every hardware shop yeah. to buy. Yeah. So, now it's like tried and tested, we yeah. can. Which okay. is the best grinder? Uh, yeah. I don't know what's the name. Ma Makita. Uh, Makita. Not Ruby. Makita. <laughs> <laughs> so the plates are not made by you. Oh, uh, yeah. Mostly it's like curated. Mm. Which restaurants have you uh, done commissions for? Only one. Uh, we did it for yeah, this, uh, this local... This uh, local... Is a local like restaurant, bar restaurant, uh, but they're currently closed. So it's called Laut, L A U T. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so they're really nice. Like they found us where we like just opened. I don't know how they opened, uh, how they uh, found us, but they just sent us this email, all lowercase. So I thought I was like scared. <laughs> <laughs> and they wanted to come by. So I was like, okay, like just come. La. Yeah, so in the end, he was like legit. Yeah, so he came and then. Um, so we just, um, at that time when we first opened, because uh, like I said, we only wanted to practice our craft, like not really trying to go into the business of it because we felt like we weren't good enough yet, um, especially me. So um, he said that he really liked our, like, I'll say our story or something. Um, and at that time, it's like quite interesting because like, I didn't have works yet. It was like really like few months in only. Yeah, so I like, blank canvas and he came and he was like, um, I just like like your brand um, and also because he does a lot of like uh, fusion yeah he does stuff. fusion like they do fusion food uh, and all their ingredients are sourced from the regional like from this region like Southeast Asia um, and then he just want to bring up like the I'll say the crafts mm. uh, like food uh, drinks um, in the region la. so we thought can try it's like quite interesting um yeah so uh i like spam all the samples like okay just make whatever i can and then he came and then like i was like surprised because he like 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 them yeah so we produced a few like small batch like very small batch um and then those were like the toughest two months of my life um because it was like stressful yeah so stressful because like 
I never sold my works before this, before opening the studio. Um, and then suddenly someone's gonna pay like X amount for like what I made. Um, it's like quite surreal. Right? Um, yeah, but uh, I just did it anyway. Like, okay, you just have to do it because I really took the order and took the money. But <laughs> 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 like, I didn't want to start on it. <laughs> yeah, he paid already. So I'm like, okay, okay, just do. Yeah, and then in the end, like, uh, they were like, we went to their restaurant and then, like, I saw the food in the bowl. Yeah, so it was like quite like, quite like nice. Um, so that's when we decided, okay, like we should do more of these like commissions. Like, um, it came out. Oh. Yeah. Um, and um, we found like, I gave myself like a small critique session like, when we were using it. So like, you know, like the shape a bit like, you know, like not very nice or blah. Uh, so easier, ma, cause like, I feel like uh, we don't really cook, so it's very rare that we get to use our own things, like our own wares. Uh, so you don't really find like, it's very hard to find like specific flaws uh, for the wares. Um, yeah, so it was quite a good experience. Like now we just take every order as like a learning experience, uh, even though like a bit sad for like the people who get like the not so nice wares, right? Uh, but okay, we'll just work our way up and then pay them back later. <laughs> That's our mission. It's a journey. Yeah. Uh. It's a journey. Uh. Yeah. Pay them back later? Yeah, so back? like next time we like make oh, very nice oh. works, uh, then you know, give them. Uh. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, how, how, do you, how do you get your first commissions? I know you shared a little bit about it. Also, like just now when you were sharing, uh, your first work was like one point eight k. So how do you like, how do you get at that number? How do you, um, like, is it by hours or like was there a budget? And then were there like certain struggles when like oh I got this budget and you only X amount of work, or like was it just my first commission just push out of me? For me, it's firstly the material cost, and I will calculate like how long I need, then uh the complexity of the design and of course the client's budget yeah. and during that time is uh, one point is a comfortable number for me uh, actually I I it's a bit like low. a bit low la. yeah but during that time I was very happy really. <laughs> and now of course it's not 1.8k <laughs> yeah. 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 is it more or is it less now? Cause more and more. So how do you derive the from the material cost? Yeah, because during that time I cannot uh, buy raw material. I only can buy it's called S four S, which is called square four sides. Means they the timber yard helped me uh dimension really to almost the size that I want. Uh, so that one is about uh forty percent more expensive. Yeah, so my material cost is like very high. Already. Yeah, almost eight hundred plus dollars. Yeah. Uh, during that, that that time, not afraid. Like when you know nothing, you are not afraid of anything. <laughs> <laughs> just just chunk. Yeah. yeah. Now we'll think a lot more, lah. Like yeah. Like you maintain good relations. Like yeah, of course. Now it's the business business yeah. already. Yeah. And then we represent each other also. Uh, 
Yeah, so like his works and like, you know, like we are both under Aunt Studio, so it's like both of us on the line. So if I do like shitty things, then it's like his name. If you do shitty things, then it's my name also. So yeah, I have to be more, um, how to say, responsible. <laughs> yeah. I always very harsh on her work, her works on, then she always cry. Yeah, <laughs> it's on Instagram also. Yeah, I think. Oh no, we did a podcast uh, with this vintage store called Stakeout. Uh, yeah, so they were asking about our struggles also, and then like our work dynamic. Um, yeah, so like got the video of me crying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, yeah. did you cry on the podcast? Oh no, no, no! As in like he filmed me crying, like very <laughs> rude. But not because I spoke her. That one is her own issue. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know, that sudden realisation oh, that, oh. <laughs> I thought it's like, after you scolded her, then you're like, wait, 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 this would be good for the publicity. <laughs> I just captured a moment. Yeah. Can you share with us what kind of business is most exciting for you and what part of business is the one that you like? Holding workshops, la. but then, <laughs> but then that's, that's our main business. Like, no, but you must explain, yeah. Because we both like don't like like too much human interaction. So after a whole day of workshop, we like wow, really dead. Like. But one time I have like I think three or four days back to back full day workshops. After that, I really drain out. La. Like I cannot do anything. Yeah. And also like in Singapore workshops is more for like uh, just come and go kind like just have fun. Like sometimes we too harsh the student and the student not happy also. Yeah. But to to us it's like we want this to be done proper, to teach properly. But to the students maybe they just want to experience it. So yeah, we have to balance also. Yeah. And sometimes students will say, Why how come the teacher like not not like uh, I, Guide, like yeah. have a guide enough. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. It's like um I think like our teaching style is more more like okay, you try first and then we'll still be there to guide you of course. Like it's not like we're gonna throw you there. Uh but you have to try first ma because otherwise it's like might as well you pay me and I make for you. Right. Mm. Like yeah. So um we wanna like teach them properly. Like at least be able to make a nice like base of like whatever you want to make like furnitures or ceramics and then uh, if you need a little more help for like the detailing then of course we are here to guide lah. Um, yeah so um, we make that very clear now um, at the beginning like in the beginning we didn't uh, so you know some people will be like oh like uh, never guide enough um, and a piece very ugly uh, you know um, yeah so then we realized oh actually like uh, now it's like a business so everyone wants to go home with something nice like something that they can use uh, and like share with their friends like oh I went for this workshop I made this uh, no one wants to show like ugly things uh. yeah so uh, now we sometimes like, have to ask them first like, are you here to have fun or do you want to learn properly yeah so that way we can like change the way we teach uh, and it's also fair for both parties otherwise like everyone unhappy then yeah like, no point because yeah, mm. during uh, when I was looking to like looking to find a teacher it's very hard in Singapore like everywhere I go it's like just touch and go kind of like for me doesn't make sense like I really want to learn yeah 
we wanted to go deep, right? Yeah, yeah. And we thought that maybe other people would also want to go deep. Yeah, some the market themselves is like very pro uh, masters or what, but I go there is like disappointment. Uh. <laughs> so yeah. Mm. Why do you call yourself Unstudio? Mm. Unstudio, the Chinese the logo is Yuan. Yuan is like back to basics. Then An is like Japanese is. Oh, uh, so it works. Okay, so we have like <laughs> we always want to do. Basically, we do everything together, um, a bit like unhealthy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, like we are like like we stay together. We come to work together like every single minute of the day is like together. Uh, but yeah, basically, we wanted to um, how to say create like a space where it's like really us. Um, so everything is like two. So like furniture and ceramics. Uh, like. Uh, his space and my space um, and then Unstudio it works in both Japanese and Chinese so uh, and it's the same meaning so it's like uh, origin uh, so it's like origin story la. Um, and then Un is like the English word undo so undo what we know like unlearn everything and then uh, you're just like a little baby just like learning every something from scratch uh, so that's what we wanted to brand ourselves as uh, but yeah, we don't really share this because it's like so long. It's very hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> and then and another. Yeah, but it's so weird. And then one more cheesy thing is like he he added that in. It's right. like the un studio, right? So it's like initial like U and S. So oh. it's like us. Yeah, so like, they are very gross. Like, so like, <laughs> we never share that. Like, you because like I think like initially we wanted to name ourselves like our studio but it's like that's too one. much yeah. <laughs> too much really yeah mm. yeah but now uh, very hard to hire people because like you know they'll be like oh the, but the branding is like both of you yeah so like a bit hard they're like oh okay that's like the downside yeah, yeah. you say you're doing workshops right how do you all find people to join your workshops oh uh, Instagram ads Instagram yeah so uh we mostly rely on Instagram ads and then word of mouth lah. So our friends and family, uh, they'll just share with their other friends and families. Mm. So uh, we don't really get um, like a lot of uh, participants just because I think like we are quite small. Uh, so a lot of places they want to come in like big groups, like corporate workshops. Uh, yeah. So for that, like we can't do lah. Mm. So we only have four wheels. So. At any one time, it's like four people on the wheel and then two person like hand building like on the table. And then if I run workshops, then he can't run workshops because like the noise. Uh, but sometimes we overlap a bit. Lah. Uh, then most of the students don't mind. Yeah, But when it's hammering, right, then I feel very nervous. It's like I need to talk over the hammering. <laughs> yeah, so I'll look at him and then okay, like, okay, like stop or yeah. Um, yeah, so um, yeah, the workspace is shared by the both of us uh, so that's why uh, there's like a lot of things going on here like uh, and then if you see like some like dust or like hair on the floor like yeah sorry it's like me and me yeah but our mop spoil so we couldn't mop the floor yeah <laughs> so I'm actually a little bit curious about the audience right after having like Ask them so many questions, you know, like um, what drew you to come to this event? I mean, it's a Saturday afternoon, it's a nice day to spend the time. 
you know, but if there's something that drew you to this event, you know, maybe it's interesting to hear it. I'll give you a bit of time to think about it. I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you in a bit, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'll ask you one more question. Okay? So there's this thing about Japanese and Chinese sort of traditions when it comes to like woodworking and pottery. I think they're a bit different, right? Um, but it's not apparent to me where the differences are. And you say yourself, right, that your style is a mesh of these two. Uh, and maybe you're still evolving your style as well. So could you like just say a little bit about what the differences are or what you know Japanese versus Chinese means to you? Um, actually, or if the question is totally wrong, just answer it however you want. <laughs> what do you think? To me, they're just people. People. No, people. No, no, the style. I mean, I mean, uh, not really any like obvious differences, like, but he always say, um. Like the origin is China. Yeah, okay, I know the origin is from Japan. <laughs> so that's like the only argument about these two cultures. But I think uh, other than that, like, I mean, I think pretty generic, but I don't believe it to be true. Uh, so the very generic understanding is that uh, in Japan, like it's more like raw, more organic, like very like, uh, like maybe like rough kind of texture. Like you can feel it. Uh, you know the wabi-sabi that everyone's talking about now yeah a bit cringe um because like it's overused and misused um then chinese is like more like fine china so porcelain like very uh perfect just because um, last time right uh, yeah, so ready. Last, last time because they if they don't do it perfectly they will get Kill. killed uh. yeah <laughs> but in japan they don't have that material mm. to do the porcelain mm. that's why uh yeah, don't have rough thing. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> then, then for you, man, like, uh, is your style more Chinese than Japanese? Uh, mix, 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 yeah. Mm. But I don't really have a specific style, mm. but I do like like Japanese like uh works and design. Yeah, Chinese not so much actually, because Chinese normally like. The design is a very, a lot of carvings, like very uh, too intricate for me. Yeah. But I, I did went to China for like a one month residency to learn about their traditional furniture. Yeah. So some of the stools are yeah, learned there. The, the, like the rectangle one, top yeah. and then the A shaped legs. Yeah. Oh. Those look very easy, but it's actually very difficult to make. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you say you wanted to go to Jingdezhen right? mm. and why not go to Japan instead? Oh, I got this question many times already. Um, so I mean, I would go to Japan, but I feel like, um, like I still feel very foreign there. Um, for some reason, uh, I think because like in Singapore, like you speak Chinese a lot more than Japanese, right? So I feel like I just like the language barrier. Like, I'm just scared like, I embarrass myself if like I can't speak properly yeah because my mom is always giving me stuff uh, about not being able to speak fluently 
Uh, yeah, but I'm better at Chinese now, so I feel like that's a better place. Um, and also because uh, we've made quite a few friends uh, from being there like a few years back. Uh, so I feel like um, it would be a good environment to be in. La. Like got, got community already. Yeah, then friends to help you. Because um, the craft scene, like I think in general, like anywhere you go, the craft scene is always a bit closed up at first. Uh, then you need to find your way in. La. Uh, so if you're a complete foreigner, I think it'll be a bit harder. So if you have friends who can like pave the way for you a little bit, it'll be much easier. Mm. So, and also because it's near his hometown. So I think uh, like his family will be able to help us a bit. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So now, I guess back to the audience. <laughs> I'm sure they would love to hear more about what you're yeah, actually, we are yeah, very we surprised. We thought no one would come. Like, why are people signing? Yeah. Suddenly, so we receive a text from him say twelve, twelve, twelve people sign up. Yeah, I was, I was like, wow. <laughs> so we. <laughs> <laughs> I moved into my new place about I think like a year and a half ago and one of the things I wanted to do was um, as I tried to furnish my place and try to get some tablewares and paintings and so on um, I think maybe it was COVID and maybe it was also you know this point where you cannot kind of bring things in right but also you want to maybe support you know Singaporeans because it's a very very hard time for for people for crafts for people in the arts and so on so I just consciously kind of started a journey of trying to find local artists local potters local painters you know haven't found local furniture yet um, so when this thing came along it, it was you know it was what uh, kind of uh, uh, fit in with the ethos of what I'm looking for. La. I'm just interested also. And I, I do have a cousin uh, and they are also a husband and wife pair and they are doing pottery. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm, wow. And your name was? Potential commission. <laughs> <laughs> I I work as an architectural designer, so I I had some experience with work working in school and stuff, and I I was always very interested in the act of creation mm. and creating, and I think a lot of my friends have, because the industry is quite frustrating. Uh, you always need a patron and uh. The thing about architecture is a big project. You can't do it on your own, to create on your own. So a lot of my friends actually left to do their own stuff like pottery and stuff like that. So I think I was interested to hear like, and it's quite a big step in Singapore to, to like do your own stuff, especially uh, in the art scene. So yeah, I was interested to hear about like how you guys actually took the step, got the courage to do it and actually ran a successful thing. And like, seems like you guys didn't even have any formal training and what, and you all just did it, which was great. And you don't really hear that much in Singapore where it's always chasing about the, I don't know, our finance industry and whatever. Yeah. So it was nice to hear from you guys. Yeah. 
Yeah, we always say that uh, we are very daring. Yeah. This is like we literally had no savings. Like we just put everything into this space. Yeah, so yeah, he's he's very proud. The idea <laughs> of having a studio is just like a one night thing. Mm. Like that one night, I already bought all my machines before I get this space. Mm. <laughs> I, yeah, I bought already. It's like zero right? Yeah, So like already like there's no backup already. I have to do it. Yeah. Can you like bring us back to that night, right? Like, were you thinking or were you just not thinking, right? <laughs> <laughs> thinking, uh, thinking, yeah. Like, can you just take us through, like, what's going on in your head? Cause like very helpless, uh. Like, cause the first week I cannot uh got complaint, right? I cannot do anything. So the two months circuit breaker, I was just like nothing to do. Uh. Cannot go out also, right? So I my day and night is like opposite. I sleep in the day then just use computer at night until like 8 a.m like that yeah, so like really like no meaning in life already <laughs> cannot already so then during that time we, we were like watching shows there's this chinese rap show and it's like <laughs> very encouraging so like <laughs> what the hell am i doing with my life like got nothing to lose lah. just do lah. yeah at most no money or like yeah Sleep on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like that. Okay. That was about like two or three years already uh, into your journey. Yeah. You know, like, how about, you know, that, that first step you took, right? Like, because you had been doing this like more or less full time, right? Mm. Wow, already. Like, yeah. you know? Oh, at that time I was working. Ah. Yeah, so uh, I have background in advertising, so I do like like design work um, in advertising lah. Um, yeah, so even now like if you're like okay like uh, not enough workshop participants, then I'll like okay go and like sign like you know work. Yeah, so sign contract a few months, so we got enough to pay lah. Uh, but I think we quite enjoy this kind of like stress pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I feel like um, we work better when there's something like chasing us. Yeah, it's like okay, you need to like pay the rent, so like do something about it. Um, otherwise, like we feel like you know, just making every day like it's also like meaningless, lah. Just like keep making, then for what? Like, what is it for? There's no like purpose. Yeah. So on days that you're not making, then what can you do? Yeah. So um, but. If you're not making and you're not teaching, then there's no money. Yeah, so uh, we need to find like a good balance um, or like yeah. Right. I need to split the days uh, in the work. So mm. Like the stress makes you alive, is it? Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean, like uh, you know, when you see on Instagram, like you see your friends, like uh, I see like my friends that like every weekend go cafe, uh, after work. It's like, why? Like so fun, eh? you know. <laughs> like, like we go cafe like very tiring. Cause it's like so many people, and then it's like when you order, it's like, "Hi, what do you want?" And it's like, "Oh, shit, I need to look at the menu. Like, I forgot what they sell there." You know that kind of thing. So it's like a lot of pressure to even order, like the food. Um, yeah. So basically, we're not good with humans. Um, yeah. So uh, for that reason, we don't really like go out. Um, yeah. So it's just like, like, what's the fun in doing a nine to five, and then like on your weekends, like you just. Drink coffee. <laughs> 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 I mean, that's for us, lah. That's for us, lah. 
like like very boring ma. Yeah. So um I think like uh not having like that okay on like the last day of this month like I'll get paid and I can like splurge on this, this, this. Um like counting like your money and what we can do with it every day and being more purposeful in it kind of makes us feel more like human. Um it's not like not robotic because like every day is like different for us. But maybe like your friends who work at nine to five, it's every day is the same thing. Yeah, so um yeah. I mean but I mean we still love them, but it's like not our lifestyle choices lah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's the reason. Yeah. Hi, I'm Ishan. So uh previously we were uh I think I know Stranger combo from last round uh, when uh, inv- uh, you interviewed a few of our friends yeah so and I- I'm also in the phase of like moving in so like I'm like gathering furniture looking at cupware tableware <laughs> and I was like oh like it's quite a nice uh, I-, I found it really surprising to to see that oh like there's actually a very young um, y- you guys are a couple right yeah <laughs> yeah young couple <laughs> working working on this uh, together and because and I, I like the contrast because like woodwork is so much pre- precision and then like pottery is just like 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 you mentioned it's about the vibes and intuition so I really wanted to see how like two makers like share the space and um work out their craft here yeah and I find that it's it's more meaningful to spend the afternoon like this rather than just lying in bed. It's not my accomplish for like lying in bed. Yeah, and I mean, I, I can identify about the not wanting to go out part and being like introverts and want to just make your own craft. But at the same time, I find that meeting new people once in a while, it's quite, it's quite nice and quite heartwarming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, really encourage you guys to continue your work. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. We will try to go out more often. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, I'm really curious, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, now that we have got all these folks here to meet today, how do you all feel? Do you feel like running away still or? <laughs> scary. Still a bit scary. Still a bit scary. <laughs> still feels like weird. Uh, why you all want to come to this? Because <laughs> <laughs> to us, it's quite a boring story. Uh. Mm. Nothing mm. much. Yeah. Was it boring, guys? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think you all have a lot of stories actually. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they just feel so real, right? Because they are real stories. Mm. The one thing to share is that because we spent all our money on the equipment, mm. then we didn't have enough money for the reno. So like, uh, we hire a, like a, a yeah, but it's not a post proper type one. It's like very <laughs> cheap. Anyhow. Yeah, very anyhow. Yeah. So we came at night to see how he knocked down the walls, then. After he left, then we knocked down ourselves. Because <laughs> what inside last time inside is like office, like there's three force walls. So one wall is three hundred dollars. So we only paid three hundred. But then in the end, he charged me disposal fee, like hundred eighty or something. So yeah, better than nine hundred dollars. Yeah. Then last time here is like uh, no window. This one used to be a 
recording studio. Recording studio. Yeah, so no windows. Then we tear down all the windows. Then now the ceiling is like floating because there's no support. Yeah. yeah. So we cannot hang anything on the ceiling. Yeah. So the ceiling is very bare to us, like, like it just looks very bad. But it's okay, we make up for it, for the mess on the floor. Okay, I got two questions. Huh? So the first one is, as people who don't like to deal with people, right? Um, how, is it, what's the struggle that y'all have to get yourselves noticed? Because in an industry like this, it's quite, quite ruthless. Lah. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So actually, we are struggling quite a bit because uh, we don't really post our faces on social media, uh, but people like to see like a persona, like a person behind the camera. Um, so we are quite slow in building our followers, lah. Uh, but I think um, now, like more people appreciate like sort of like our like messy aesthetic. Uh, so that helps a bit like thank you trends um, uh, and then also a lot of like boosting uh, yeah but it it is hard la, like because we don't really like to uh, make content for socials uh, and then now it's like the internet age so it's very hard to get like like we don't do sales we don't go out to like uh, for example like those public garden accounting uh, to like sell our stuff um yeah, because like too many people. Um, yeah, so we're still struggling with that now. Um, and we're very slow already, like uh, building our name as compared to like many of our peers. Uh, they're like really quick, like suddenly like 100k followers. So it's like, whoa. Um, and then like YouTube also. Uh, yeah, but like, okay, it's, we are trying. We, we plan out our content, um, but we don't really like follow. Um, so we are trying to in the midst of like finding someone to help us uh, yeah but that's also a struggle because like we don't like having other people in our studio yeah so it's like really a struggle um yeah it doesn't answer your question yeah okay. oh, i got one more question for you guys so what is the closest that you have gotten to giving up the closest uh, give up i think never i never Give up. Okay, maybe give up studio, yeah. uh, but not mm. the cost. Yeah, not yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it was. That's like, it. My one is when we just moved in only. Then, during that time, I was rushing for a commission also. Two commissions. Uh, two commissions. Then, I only left with one week. Then, I was hammering here. Then, uh, once I hammer, the whole building shakes. Because this is a very old building. So, I was like. But gone already. We just paid the deposit and cannot work here. <laughs> That's why you see now the workbench all got the gym mats. Yeah, so it absorbs sound. Yeah. Yeah. So Otherwise the whole floor will vibrate. Yeah, it's really bad. So during that time, like when he was rushing his commissions, then he screwed up a bit. So uh I brought the whole piece. Yeah, yeah, he he just like I don't do it. Uh, then he was like, okay, refund everybody. Then I was like, oh shit, like it's like real. Uh yeah, but then uh, then I got super pissed because um, it's like we already paid for it, like we put everything into it. So like, how can you give up now? Yeah, so um, I just like let him like walk away. So he left the studio, um, and then like two hours later he came back and like, continued doing. Uh, yeah, so 
I mean like he, like I don't know I like cross people um, or maybe like artists in general like they just need some time to like um, like go through it like go through like the how to say it's like a clock lah so like you know like you want to give up then like slowly think same thing then okay actually like this is the only thing I have uh, so you come back and I do but in a good way lah I mean like like how many people can be so obsessed with something that you want to do it forever like it's very hard right yeah, so um, I'd rather be like obsessed than not knowing what to do every day um, yeah so he came back and then he just started doing it quietly and then usually I'll be like yeah, I told you so I'm that kind of person very toxic uh, but, <laughs> but I was like okay this time I'm just gonna like let it slide uh, yeah so he just continued and then finished yeah, so good lah then continue until today yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, uh, for myself, like, uh, I think like, I just feel like, uh, the place is too small. I'm very like chill about it. Uh, like I will never give up the craft ever. Um, if anything, it's just like a change of space or environment. Um, uh, yeah. So now we feel like the studio is a bit small. Uh, because we can't do like things at the same time lah. So if you do workshops, then I cannot do workshops. Uh, all these things. Um, so we are thinking of splitting the workshop into two so that he takes one side and I take one side uh, but that will cost too much um, so yeah that's the struggle so it's like is it worth it or not um, yeah but like yeah that's just like whether we want to like stop for a while to find a better place uh, yeah but never gonna give up the craft lah. Yeah. Mm. that's awesome thank you <laughs> Do you have anything you want to ask the audience? Anything? Mm, now's a chance. So far, okay. No? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it boring? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't have. You're okay. Yeah, I think it's quite reassuring to to hear uh, because one of her also she does something similar. Mm. Oh, you did something similar. Uh, so I wanted to come today because I wanted to understand how other people deal with it. So I've been listening to your stuff for quite a while also. Oh, yeah. This is the third time that I'm yeah. Oh, just that I never appeared physically, I always online then like listen, <laughs> listen, never on camera. <laughs> yeah. What's the name again? Uh, yeah, so uh like everybody's all about digital artists or they go to art jamming they just paint a bit for fun but then I also struggle with you where like I want to teach properly and then everybody's like oh I just want to do for fun things like that mm -hmm. yeah so so yeah like, I just wanted to come and listen to see how you guys struggle because I also considered getting my own studio and things like that but never lah I just refund, I don't want to do, I just want to stay at home and sleep. Yeah, I also like that. Yeah. I think so, got once she really cannot do, then say she got COVID. I'll tell the student, ah, I got COVID today. <laughs> then I go and like, just walk around, just enjoy, just relax. <laughs> when I get too stressed out, yeah. Yeah, then I'll, you know, so. Sometimes I also tell him, oh, maybe I should go and get like an office job. Uh. Maybe I go and don't don't donkey. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't just want to come to me. It's like I'm going to apply for this job. And I'm like all these things you've done, like, <laughs> so, uh, suddenly just like oh, I'm going to work at this job. Now. 
Same ah, same ah. Yeah. Always tell her a part time like giant ah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can go and do part time cafe lah. Then, then I don't be so simple here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Y
with the changing culture, I think more and more people want to do this, right? They don't want to just go with whatever's the conventional route, the safe route, right? Because actually the not so safe route is the exciting one. <laughs> but it's still not safe. No, yeah, so um, and I'm trying to think of a way to uh, wrap this up very nicely, but maybe I'll ask you a question instead, all right? And I think you have done super well so far. Thank you so much, right, for this space. Thank you so much for your stories. <laughs> you know, I think you're a lot better storytellers than you'll give yourself credit for. <laughs> Um, and you guys are dynamite as a pair. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, what would Ray and Liu Yang tell the Ray and Liu Yang of five years ago if you had a chance to meet them? Five years ago is when? Before we start. Oh. Okay. Nothing, eh? Okay, you don't look back. <laughs> no regrets. No regrets. Just yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Nike. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Yeah, I know you've been a wonderful, wonderful audience, you know, and I consider all of you to be part of the community. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, thank you. I think yeah, yeah. 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 that's it. Finish up any of the food, that's it.